Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to World of Hard 20 Podcast. It is I, your trusted Dungeon Master Brian, preparing to rock you into another awesome episode of our Dragon's Demand run-through. I gotta say, Paizo, I really, really like this campaign. I Obviously, I like all the stuff that you guys have put out. Not that I'm trying to ham it up or shill you guys, but hey, let's give credit where credit's due, right? All that being said, as we near the end of this awesome year of 2020, which has taken so much from everybody. I mean, how much more of our liberties can be wrenched from us. But remember, there's always hope. The year is not ended yet. And by the way, I think this is the year that Reign of Fire takes place in. So as far as us fantasy RPG players, we should be excited about possibly seeing dragons on our horizon, right? Anyways, moving on from there, I just want to remind everybody to uh, check us out on all of our social media footprints, like I have always said before, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, don't forget, subscribe to the channel on YouTube at RollTheHard20, um, head on over to the Patreon page at patreon.com slash RollTheHard20podcast, where there we got interesting tiers where we could send things out to you, whether it be a gold balloon or a collective a picture of myself and the other hard slingers uh we have ways that we can send you out a t-shirt uh the logo made specifically by samwise didier our famed artist in-house and fellow hard slinger i might add and that kind of segues into another thing that i wanted to remind everybody is that every time i do run one of our delta green scenarios one of those hard slingers at the table is sammy and also my good brother tone dog he's there too and we always try to get junior as well uh, unfortunately sometimes he gets a little bit busy and we kind of do it impromptu but for the next episode that we will be running which is going to be coming up probably next week which is the weekend of uh, the week of thanksgiving is going to be a victim of the art so stay tuned for that uh, i'll be we're going to be going along with that one so we'll be able to partition that up into uh, multiple episodes for you guys and I hope you guys really enjoy it because I know every time we get together around that table and we start playing in the rage room around that table of judgment it's just uh, you could just feel the energy it's it's a much different energy than when we when we play online via zoom and I think anybody that's played in person can attest to that now that they have to do it via the virtual eye of destiny uh, also, don't forget, like us on whatever podcast app that you like, that you like the show on, that you listen to the show on. Please, it really does help the show. Uh, make sure you, you go to that podcast app, hit five-star review, go and leave us a little review if you want. Like I said, any friends or family that are interested in, in having you steal their phone and do that for them, don't forget to do that because they'll appreciate it much later when that shows up in their feed that these five goofballs are actually loading up new episodes on their phone every week uh i think that's gonna about do it others uh miss anything you know we are so warm up your dice and top off your glasses roll the hard 20 podcast presents the dragon's demand episode two the ruins of witch tower <laughs> enjoy Yeah, that that picture of them fighting 
like that from Macquarie's perspective, it, it just evoked such a sense of, of direness. Cause I mean, you can't even take a breath. The air is just that thin. You got all that Tabana gas, you know, swirling about them. You got these open aired corridors that are outside in this and you got Vader. Of course he's got his, his full blown mask and shit, but yeah, I always thought that was a really cool picture. Uh, there it is. You know, I'm surprised I haven't seen a Vader mask mask in public yet. <laughs> like walking around the grocery <laughs> like store? Walking around? Like with the bottom, yeah, with like your mask part is like the bottom part of Vader's uh, helmet. You know, they've got those ones that look like the face huggers from Alien, which are, you know, they got that, that tendrils and shit. I always thought that was kind of macabre, but it looked pretty bitching. Oh, I, I have one that's, uh, it's like a mind flare. I don't know where I put it, though. It's probably in the car. That's cool. I, I, I'll, maybe uh, next session, I'll make sure to have it on me so I can show it. It looks pretty sweet. All right, let me turn my phone off here. How's everyone doing tonight? Good. Chilling. Good. Yeah. Retired, but I'm good. Yeah. Did you get your shit turned in and everything? Yep. It's all yep. in. All good. You got your shit turned in. Chris is about ready to get his shit turned out. Got that colonoscopy coming up. Um, <laughs> Yay! Yeah, <wee> <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck my life. Well, I, I got to tell you, I feel much better this week than I did last week, which was even better than the week before. So, Yeah, you sound good. I, I sound clearer. I feel much better. I got a beer in my hand. I'm ready to rock balls. Everybody ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right, we're recording, right? Okay, good. I want to write the time down too. Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to Roll the Hard 20 podcast. It is I, your trusted Dungeon Master Brian, and with me, the Hard Slingers. Yeah. 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 We bring to you session two of our Dragon's Demand run through. And let's get a little caught up, shall we? When we last left off, you guys were escorting Silas Grib into the town of Belhaim. You found out through accidental means that you were actually protecting a caravan of his that was smuggling unknown people, people of all makes and models, tieflings, half elves, halflings, male, female, whatever, whatever his malicious intent for these individuals were, you were completely out of the loop and you were also out of a paycheck. At some point you guys went into the wise Piper Inn sat down, hoping to get a, a quick mead to, to mull over what's going to happen next. When somebody burst through the door screaming, the witch tower has fallen, the witch tower has falling. At which point all the patrons rose from their tables and exited outside of the inn. After a few moments, the four of you looked around, rose up from the table and actually walked outside as well. You guys stand in front of the Piper Inn, the four of you, as you join this already gathering crowd, everyone is in awe as they stare to the northeastern portion of town. And it's there that you see this plume, this large plume of dust just rising into the skyline. And somebody says, the witch tower is falling. Yes, I hear. I hear they found kobolds there. I hear they found dead kobolds there. There was over dozens of them. And you just hear this murmuring going in and out of the crowd and of course a short while earlier you saw sheriff 
Benavoy escorting Silas as well as the wagons out of town. So the sheriff's not around. What would you three, four like to do? Collect our check and bounce. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I get confused because I see five panels up here. And obviously I'm one of those panels, but um, I don't know about you guys, but um, I could use a little bit of a rest. I kind of got rocked in that that last bandit fight we had before we came into town. What do you guys think? How how wounded do you feel? I'm only about fifty percent, man. Fifty percent. <laughs> yeah. Damn, you really took a hit, didn't you? <laughs> I took a pounding. As the crowd starts to shuffle and move in that general direction along the old quarry road, you guys are in the middle of this crowd. I need for all of you to make a dex save. Flint, Hardcock. Ooh, Ocho. 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 Sirkin. Twelve. Twelve. Griswold. Change your name. Oh, yeah, huh? Uh, 14. 14. Stubby. 13. 13. Being in the condition that you are and in the middle of this crowd, the crowd just starts to sweep you up in its, its lumbering momentum. And although you try to get out of it, you guys are just caught up in the wake of all these people. As you try to get out, you fail, you fail, successfully fail to exit this crowd as you start moving along the old quarry road towards whatever that plume was off in the distance. Okay. I, I guess I can sleep later. <laughs> <laughs> well, as okay. you start, oh, did you guys want to talk amongst, amongst yourselves and amongst the, the crowd of people that are just caught up in this fervor as to what's happening or what would you like to do? We could tell pretty much by the crowd of where this is kind of heading towards, right? Yeah. In fact, I don't know if you guys still have that map handy for yourself, but it is in the northeastern section of town. That is not it, though. I guess your map is probably more handy than mine. Up this way. You guys are starting off right there, yep. and you see it over this way. Crowd surfing. All right. Basically, that's what's going on is, is every time you try to move towards the edge, you know, they just, oh, look at that. Oh, my gosh, look. Oh, the, the candle maker's door is closed. He's joining us, too. Oh, no, look at that. All of a sudden, you, you slowly move past the dodgy and livery stable, which you see Lazara looking out one of the windows at the four of you as you guys are slowly being pulled along. You see him kind of have a little... <laughs> Smile to his face. I'll be seeing you soon. <laughs> you kind of see him pointing at his eye like, <laughs> watching each of you in turn as you get drug along this, this road for about 400 feet towards the east. And then slowly the crowd starts moving you along the road towards the northeast. And it goes around the bend. And you see off to the, off to the right side of the road, you see several uh residences several businesses beyond that you see a large body of water the same kind of same body of water that you guys originally crossed that that bridge when that brought you into town 
and you see that this this crowd's making their way towards another bridge that's on the eastern portion of town that looks like it crosses over to another body of land where this the ruins are okay um as we're getting pushed up that way do we get to see how far everyone is from from each other are we like well as you guys are still within the nexus of this uh, of this crowd but the crowd is actually starting to thin out as you see that the people that are more physically prepared for this this exciting journey to go there are leading the pack whereas the more elderly and, and out of shape people mostly those that would be susceptible to COVID-19 by the way are being left behind they're wearing face masks and at least six feet apart. Nobody's six feet apart right now. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> all right. You guys are all going to get the nasal swabs. Oh, uh, man. Well, <laughs> being, being as short as I am, I would like to try to make my way to the edge of the crowd and try to see where everyone else is at. Okay, which edge would you like to be getting towards the, uh, the right side the left side the front side of this the front side of it okay you start getting up to where all these younger people are spearheading this crowd all these looky-loos and you see that they're approaching another bridge and as you guys slowly start making it across this bridge you can make out off to the uh off to the south a large fenced in area it looks huge you see uh unusual shapes poking up within this corralled area. And then just beyond that, you see a large residence. It looks like a manor, but that's not where the crowd's going. The crowd's actually starting to move towards the Northeast. And you see on a hill in the Northeast, another large, beautiful manor. And then just beyond that, on the same hill, you see what appears to be the ruins of whatever tumbled down. As you get closer to it, you start noticing that all these runes are just jutting up from the ground like this beach blown, just beach, <laughs> bleached bone hand jutting out of the ground. And you already see that there's, there's people milled over there already. So you're not even part of the first group of people. Most likely these people come from another part of the town that was probably a little closer. And you see that that's the destination everyone's heading towards. All right, let's check out the gossip. Follow the crowd. Okay, the crowd eventually makes their way past that regal manor towards the runes. And you see that this crowd that you're in joins another crowd, which all remain at a respectable distance from you know the still sifting debris. But there's two individuals, a man and a woman. They have a, the air of authority about them. As they're looking through some of the rubble, some of the runes and stuff, and you hear somebody from the crowd shout, what's going on deputies? Is it true? Why hasn't anyone given us any more information? Where's the wizard Hunkley? Yeah, after all, his house is on the same hill. And you see the man, you assume he's one of the deputies, turn around and say, hold it down, Crawley. We're looking through this right now. Yeah, an idiot, you don't know what you're doing. Get the sheriff out here. He's like. I may not be the sheriff, but you owe me some respect, so treat me with authority. And the crowd kind of simmers down at this point. They're kind of murmuring to themselves and 
you see the the man and a woman looking around, checking out, kind of sticking their sticks in some of the rubble, sifting it, not really with a whole lot of energy, not really very enthusiastic about it. Hmm. I'd like to ask, uh, <clears throat> I'd like to go up to the uh, woman and ask her what's going on. Why, why, why is everybody gathered around here and why are you poking through the rubble? What's going on? As you cross this invisible barrier between the crowd and these two that separate, she looks at you and she kind of stands more erect, putting her hand on the hilt of her sword and says, halt right there, young man. What business do you have here? And you see that out of your peripheral vision that the man has, has basically stopped what he was doing and is standing close by in need if he needs to assist her. Um, he says, we, he says, Deputy Hod, is everything okay over there? Yes, I got it, Moore. Continue, please. What business do you have here, young man? Well, we, we just came into town and we were, um, you know, getting a drink and we heard this loud rumble and an explosion. And we we kind of got caught up in the crowd and, and it kind of took us in this direction. So I think just like everybody else behind us, we're, we're interested in, in what happened. We're curious. Well, you know almost as much as we do, but you're not privy to anymore, are you? Now get back in line, get back in the crowd with the rest of the looky-loos, halfy. Is there any way we might be able to assist? I mean, if there's wounded, I might be some help. You see the, the one called Mule walks up to you and says, what business do you have? How could you possibly help us? Well, I'll help in any of those that are in need, and it appears that there might be people in need. That is well, my business. From what we've discovered, we've only found two deceased. And judging by their race, we wouldn't want them to survive this. Filthy kabolds. It's been... Years since we've seen their kind in our town. can only imagine what they're still doing here. And you hear in the crowd, oh, it's true, there's kabolds. They found dead kabolds. What are they doing? Our women, our children, me, my breast. Oh my God, what's going to happen next? You start hearing the, the crowd start getting riled up. And then almost immediately, the crowd starts to die down and just go silent. It actually starts to, to part and as everyone turns to see what's going on, you see this elderly, regal-looking woman. She looks to be probably close to 70, but she looks really good for her age, parting the crowd. And behind her is a young man, probably in his mid to late 20s, chiseled feature, looking good. You could definitely tell that this, this is a natural physique of this young man. And you see her walk right up to the front of the crowd and stop. And she says, what in the seven levels of the abyss has happened here? Deputies, tell me immediately, where is the sheriff? And they, they start choking up in, in this air of authority. And, oh, the, the sheriff escort. I know where he's at. What are you doing here? And you see her son kind of like, come on, talk to the mother, talk to the mother. And she starts scanning around the crowd and says, 
what is the meaning of all of this? Why are you all here? Don't well, we, speak all at once. No, we, we, um, uh, ma'am, we got, we're new into town and we got swept into this crowd and we were um, curious if we could render aid. We asked this uh, lady over here if we could help and she kind of gave us some attitude and we're just here to try to kind of help. She walks closer towards the four of you in the crowd and says, well, 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 as I live and breathe, it's the four strangers that were brought in with Gib, Grib, whatever the, the hell his name is. I suppose you're very proud of yourself to have been doing what you're doing. Guarding illegal contraband into my town? No, we didn't know what was in the wagons. Enough out of you. I don't want to hear another word out of the little person. Yeah, mama, don't let him speak no more. <laughs> you see the big guy behind her start mouthing off. You, you old dwarf, come here before me. Look to Flint. And then no, I like, I'm looking yeah. at you. You with the beard. <laughs> the one who showed up late. <laughs> the one who showed up late to the session tonight. <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll step up. You look like you're the oldest person of the party of yours. And mm -hmm. I say, today must be your lucky day. Since Mule and Hard here can't seem to wipe their own ass without the sheriff telling them from front to here, I have an opportunity for you. Will you speak for the rest of your group here? Uh, I look back at the rest of the party and then uh, I look back at uh, is she like a sort of a baroness? Is that what I'm gathering? Yes, she does. She looks very regal. And you definitely sense that her air of authority probably means that she runs this town. Okay. To yeah. a degree. You don't know what to degree, but I mean, for her to just to go in and, and shut up the entire crowd. Uh, yeah, I'll look back and I'll say, I'll speak for the group, madam. Well... I have a proposition for you. It would seem that there are several dead kobolds in this witch tower. I need to know why they are there and how they got there to begin with. Now, I don't expect you to work for free like Grib did. Obviously, you've never worked for Grib before, but I will pay you 500 gold pieces. Each? No. And I'll tax it at the end of it too. Yeah, mama, you tax them all. See, you don't mind the taxes, do you? Tell him, need your money. Shut up, Junior. Well, it's a better deal than you're going to get from the sheriff when he comes back and finds out that you were working with Grib. If we can get the 500 gold and... And uh, I guess clear our record with the sheriff. I think that is more than a fair trade. I'll speak to the sheriff about it and make sure that your records are expunged. But you don't get paid first. You go into the witch tower and find out what is wrong in there. And you come back and you tell me. 
And then after that, I'll give you your 500 gold pieces. Uh, that works with me. And I'll extend my hand to, to shake on a deal. I don't shake your hand. Yeah, mama, I'll shake his hand for you. Shut up, Arnold. I'll take care of it. You look, yeah, <laughs> shit, not shake your hand. I crush your phone. Crush it. Spit in your face, too. <laughs> and she says, The house that's on this southern hill down there, that is my house. When you're done, you report back to me. Tell me what you found. Let us go, Arnold. And she starts parting the crowd and leaving again. And the crowd, as soon as she's out of earshot, the crowd starts murmuring. Mule, you stupid idiot. You can't do nothing. She called you shot. Uh, I want to check something, but I just don't know what check it would be. Um... Now, the townspeople, I guess perception. Can I roll perception and see if it's like fear that the townspeople have of. You hear somebody barking in the background. <laughs> I know. Cat calling Mule. Dude, my dog started barking. <laughs> I think he heard my dog. Um, to see if it's like fear or respect or what it is that they, they hold for this. Uh, Probably be an insight check. Insight check? Yeah. All right. Oh, a hard fucking 20. Yeah, a hard 20. Remember, right into the show, you get Junior's 20. His D20. That's right. We will mail it out to you. Remember, roll the hard 20 at gmail.com. Practically giving it away. Practically giving it away. Don't forget the Patreon. Patreon.com slash roll the hard 20 podcast. <laughs> For as little as a dollar, you too can be a fellow slinger of the show. Practically giving it away, Junior. Appreciate that. Right. And bounty. So, oh, no. so you wanted to know why they're afraid of her or, or if no, they are? I wanted to see like, um, since like everyone parted ways and, and went silence, if it's a respect or a fear type, uh, from the way that presence, they, like, a lot of them look at her, they kind of give her a side eye. It's, it's definitely not out of a, a loving respect. It's probably more out of a fear that she probably has them over something like she helps provide their way of life. But because you've only been in the town for a very short time, you really don't know the machinations of the town. You don't know how they generate their revenue. You don't know what their primary source of trade or mercantile is. You don't know the hierarchy either. You yeah. know who the sheriff is. You watched him leave town, but that's all, you know, you don't know anything else really. Okay. But it definitely seems like there there's no love for this woman. Might be because of her shitty accent. She sounds angry all the time. What do you know? Love a woman like that. It sounds like an American <laughs> doing a German accent. Always <laughs> softly caressing your crotch. She's yelling into it. Yelling into your cock. Don't do it. You're scaring it. Don't do it. Shave this thing. Why is it always scared? I love you too, baby. So, so are, are the dead kobolds like on the ground? Like, are they accessible to us? Like, can we like go and like they're in them? they're from um, they're not visual visually seen from outside of the ruins. You could probably guess that one of the deputies had ventured up to the ruins at some point. Now, as you look at this at this tower, 
you can see that part of the front door, well, you can see the front door, but it's closed. You can see part of the second floor. And then the rest of it's like crumpled down onto itself so that the eastern portion of the tower has kind of fallen down, basically building a type of a, like ramp out of masonry and, and dirt and rubble and other stuff that kind of looks like it leads up to this to the level of the second floor. Do you guys just want to try to go go in and try to explore? Yeah, I mean we're we're out five hundred gold from <laughs> from the wagon. We gotta try to get some money back. Just for our long travel. Davy, you mentioned you felt uh, hurt. Do you feel safe enough going in right now? Not really. I'd love to take a rest. Uh, I might be able to aid you for that. Um, as he goes to Stabby, he will gently caress his shoulder and uh, cure him for, let's see what Flint it's hard caress. Oh, yes. For eight points of healing. Oh, boom. Gives you the Thank old you, Flint, Flint stiff finger. Dude, he gave me the old shocker. That's right. <laughs> you know, just prepping you for next week. <laughs> in a side note, I don't know if any of you guys ever go to Cane's uh, Chicken. Raising Cane's. I just canes, find yeah. it, yeah, Raising Cane's. I just find it odd that one of their meals is called the three finger meal or the three finger <laughs> box. Three finger combo is what it is. <laughs> I'll have the shocker combo, please. <laughs> With a fist Thank of fries. <laughs> Thank you, Flint. I'm, I feel invigorated now. Griswold, I think I'm good to uh, enter into the uh, the ruins. All right. Okay, as you guys draw closer to the ruins of this collapsed tower, you see that only fragments of the first and second floor still stand. As I said before, the front door seems to be intact and closed. Black stone and broken wooden debris lie scattered down the hill's southeastern slope, which seems to allow some point of egress, possibly to the second floor of the structure. So tell me how you wish to uh, take that hill. Carefully. Slow down. Um, you, guys are, you guys are confusing me with your silence. The strategy, hold on. <laughs> I like how we're strategizing in silence in silos. <laughs> um, I'd like to, um, I'd like to sneak up, you know, closer uh, to the ruins and see if I can see um, further into the debris. See if there's a uh, an entry point, or if there's any kobolds that are near the entrance. Well, the only entrance that you see is the front door. And the door is closed. But like I said, it looks like there's a lot of debris and wooden beams and shit that have blown out, which have created a ramp up to the second floor. So. Uh, okay. All right. Well, I'd like to, um, you know, sneak up up that ramp. Okay. Um, stealth. And just see, you know, get up to the second floor and survey what I see on that second floor. Okay. As you ascend this... Uh, this makeshift rubble ramp. Go ahead and make an athletics check for me, please. 
Six. Six. You start to tumble back down and fall all the way down to the ground and take five points of bludgeoning damage as you land on all these rocks and, and jutting pieces of wood sticking out. And from the crowd, you hear this, <laughs> stupid idiot, <laughs> little halfling. You should have jumped on somebody's back. <laughs> um, I look at Flint and see if he could rub my shoulders some more. <laughs> <laughs> I rub, but unfortunately, no healing happens. Sirkin, <laughs> what would you like to do? Um, so from my, my current position, can I see like the, the slope of the ramp? Like, is it, is it like walkable or is it more climbable? It looks like like it's traversable. Whether or not you could walk it upright or you might have to get on all fours at some portion. Um, you don't know. You just witnessed one of your comrades try to nonchalantly nimbly ascend this thing and, and slip but it didn't look like he was doing anything wrong it just looked like some of the the terrain was loose you know it, it shifted under his feet and he tried to maintain his balance and with he just wasn't able to stay stand upright and maintain it that caused him to tumble okay. down but yeah, you gotta imagine that you're you're not facing the front door you're between like looking at the front door and looking at the ramp. So you got the door to your left, you got the ramp to your right. So you could, you could kind of see both things, including him tumble right down towards where you guys basically were standing. Okay. Um, in that case, can I try to go to the door and see if it opens up or is there rubble blocking it? Yeah. Tell me how you want to go about it. Uh, I like to just go up to the door and just turn the handle, kind of like put my shoulder into the okay. door. You turn the handle and the handle turns, but the door does not budge. Okay. Um, in that case, I'll probably just try to follow the same path that Stabby took and just try to climb up the ramp. Okay. Um, go and make a athletics check as well. Can I go like give him a boost or something? <laughs> uh, 12. 12. You manage to ascend this ramp rather nimbly, just bloop, 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 as the as the sand and the, the masonry shifts beneath your feet, the wood gives way. You still manage to scamper up and find yourself actually on the second floor of what remains of this tower. And while you're up there, you can see that it's open to the sky above you. Uh, this exposed upper floor contains the remnants of smashed furniture as well as blasted stone chunks that were once part of the tower and everything. And I'd like for you to make a perception check while you're up there. Okay. 18. 18. Sir, can I got to tell you, you're like doing amazing in this AP compared to some of the other ones. All the other ones. All the other ones, is that what you said? (laughs) (laughs) As you you get to this floor and you notice that it's open, you see debris and everything all about you, and you're you're just kind of looking around at at your surroundings, you can just make out a trap door set in the floor against the northwest wall, but you see a stout wooden support beam that's fallen across it basically wedging it in place. 
And it, it doesn't look like it's something that you're going to be able to move by yourself unless you feel really bucked up at this point. So what would you like to do? Um, I'm just going to turn back to my group and say, come on, guys, get up here. Not that hard. Griswold. Uh, full so right. you. Told me to do it, so I'm going to try. Actually, that's not that bad. What do I add to this? You said it was athletics, right? Yes. I actually have a negative one, so that's 15. What is it? 15. 15. So you managed to scramble up this, this narrow makeshift bridgeway of, of rubble and wood and stone and shit. You wind up on the, the same platform as Sirkin. Looking down at the ground below, you see Flint hard strike and you see Stabby dusting himself off, begging for another handout for another handy. And uh, that's what you see. You see Sirkin basically probably points at the, at the trap door. All right. Yeah, I'll just for everyone else to come up. Is it? Can I aid them in any way? Like if I use, um, well, okay. It says thorn whip, but can I use it in a way that doesn't hurt people? Taking damage. <laughs> <laughs> can I give them negative damage? No. In fact, the way that the uh, <clears throat> the apex of this makeshift ramp is, it's not like you could thread them rope or something like that and help them get across okay because they would just tumble and take that rope with them it'd be like a giant pendulum in which case they would still take the damage of of going falling down the ramp <laughs> all right fair enough flint 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 wants to make a quick perception you said we heard an explosion and that's what caused everyone's attention in the building to collapse that's what yeah, well, you we heard, heard a, a giant rumble. It sounded a lot like thunder, in fact. Uh, and then you you saw one of the patrons or one of the town's people rush into the to the wise piper and shouting that the the witch tower had fallen. And then when you went outside, you could see this large plume of dust. You don't you can only surmise that whatever caused this thing to fall down was what created that thunderous roar that everybody heard and, and basically felt. I mean, pictures were falling off the wall. Uh, you know, it got everybody's attention. Okay, can I roll an investigation to see what the source of what made this tower collapse? Sure, yeah, go right ahead. Okay. Investigation, oh, it's a straight up roll. 16. 16. Now, describe for me how you want to make this investigation so I can describe it for you as best as possible. Um, well, being a dwarf, I have stone cunning, so I'd be familiar with how... Like the lay the of the stones lay. and stuff, right? Yeah, okay. like how the proper lay of the stones would be. I want to see if there was um, some kind of uh, an explosion that, that set you know, everything to shift and cause it to collapse or how else can I put this? Um, 
I just want to see what the cause was. I'm not exactly okay. Just seeing if there's like charred well, marks it, inside. It probably or... wasn't a plane crashing into the tower. So that being said, it looks to you with what your dwarven eyes are able to ascertain is that whatever caused this tower to collapse looked like something had uh, damaged the the integral structure of this from within, causing it to come down on itself. It doesn't look as though something had blown out the side or or tried to knock it over. It looks like it it was had come down on itself, almost like it was demoed. Hmm. Um, with that, nah, I guess that wouldn't really tell me anything. I was gonna say whether all the, the, the rubble was more towards blown away from the building or all collapsed internally. Yeah, it looks like it was collapsed internally, like it came down on itself. But then once it did whatever it did, a lot of the stuff looked like it, it kind of shifted. Maybe it hit something below or whatever that caused part of it to blow off to the side, which is what created this this makeshift ramp that two of your comrades have climbed up already. Okay. And with that investigation, I'll also try to make my way up. Okay. Make your athletics so, check, please. Athletics. All right, let's see, baby. Oh, that is not good at all. Six. Six. As you tumble down right where Stabby had fallen, you take three points of bludgeoning damage. Stabby, you look down at him. What would you like to say to him? Come here, my love. We're going to cut off the base. <laughs> <laughs> I, I try to kind of just get him up on his feet again and ask okay. him if he's okay. And uh, again, um, you hear the crowd laughing. <laughs> you know, Shut slapping up. their legs. <laughs> it's like that that scene in The Road Warrior where that guy goes to catch that boomerang and it lops off all of his fingers and <laughs> all of his comrades are laughing. <laughs> Big fucking joke. <laughs> At somebody else's expense. Um can, Stabby, can what we, would you? What's that? I I would like to see. Does anybody have a ladder that we can use? If we if we can, I yell out to the crowd and say, "Hey, does anybody have a ladder or something that we might be able to use to get up on the second floor?" You hear some old man say, ah, "I got a ladder. I'll go get it. I'll, I'll be right back." You guys gonna be dead. Yeah. Hey, you see him years turn later. <laughs> and make a history check. Come on. Ugh. 18. 18. You recognize yes. him as being one of the last people to join the crowd. <laughs> oh, God. I'll be back. There's no uh, handicap ramp on the way over here, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Wait for me. I say, yeah, uh, sir, thank you. But just, he goes about 30 uh, feet and actually takes a pause and sits down for a minute. Oh. Okay. <laughs> no, what would you just, like? <laughs> uh, Stop you. Uh, it's, yeah, is there a... So I'd like to look and see if there's maybe a, a better path to get a more stable path 
to get up to that second floor. Make a perception check. Um, Eighteen. Eighteen. You think that with enough concentration, you can probably ascend this thing. It may take you a little more time, but I'll go ahead and let you roll with advantage after taking the time to look at that. Okay. So go ahead um, and make, make your uh, athletics, athletics check with advantage. Here we go. Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. <laughs> so you managed to make your way up these uh, these footholds, probably following exactly where uh, Sirkin and Griswold had ascended this thing. You find yourself on the wooden floor of the second floor with your two buddies as you look at Flint Hard Snake down below. <laughs> so, Flint, what would you like to do from the floor? Uh, watching the path, the route he took, uh, I will try to uh, mimic his uh, steps up there. Okay, make a perception check. Okay. Oh, that is a nine. Nine? You think you know where the steps are at? So why don't you go ahead and make your roll? Okay, and you said athletics? Yeah. Oh, doesn't do well. Three. Is that with advantage? No, that wasn't with advantage. Go and roll it with advantage. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> Surprisingly, that is the DC. Just so oh. the crowd knows. You see that? Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Damn. Just so you know I'm not lying. <laughs> so you managed to ascend this ramp. So basically both of you guys blew it by two points. So, But I wanted you guys to see that I wasn't fucking around. Oh. So you guys managed to ascend this the pseudo ramp up to the second floor. And uh, right where Circuit is pointing at, you notice that there is a, a trap door that appears to be covered by a large wooden beam blocking it. Does it seem like that beam can be lifted with all four of us? It definitely sounds like you guys could try. Mm. Yeah, let's give it a shot. Who's our uh, strongest looking guy here? Uh, Not me. Not me. Sirkin? I'm the tallest, but I'm not the strongest. Wait, maybe it's you, Flint. Uh, what's what's everyone's strength? Mine's eight. Uh, that might be mine. Thirteen. Uh, I've got an eleven. Well, who wants to make so, the strength check first? Uh, I'll make a strength check. Come on, Macho Cracho. Macho Cracho. All right. Strength check. Here we go. Uh, I'm still a little. Yes, you growl as you fall. grunt this thing up. With the four, four, you feel like you've pulled a hernia. <laughs> oh no! I gotta... one of your balls <laughs> begins to tear. <laughs> Cure wounds, real quick. <laughs> Cure, <laughs> Cure womb. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, can why don't you give this thing a shot? Okay. 
12. 12? Ah, you and you can't seem to, to manage to muscle this this beam up. What about you, Griswold? Oh, God. Use that thorn thing you had earlier. 11. <laughs> 11? Oh, my gosh. I have a negative one. What about the halfling? Um, before I do that, can I'd like to look around on this floor and see if there's anything we can use um, that I can use like a lever. Okay. You know, to do that. So Go, can I do a... Yeah, make a perception uh, check or an investigation check. Either one of them. Uh, I'll do an investigation. Okay. <clears throat> 20. 20. You yep. see the remnants of, of broken tables, a few broken chairs, maybe some of the slats from one of the tables might help you uh, leverage this thing up, but you're not really certain of the density of that wood slat versus the density of the beam itself. So um, it's up to it's up to you if you want to use it. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I'd like to use a leg uh, of, of a table. Whose leg is this going to be? <laughs> yeah. Okay. My peg leg. Go ahead. Okay, um, and then uh, I'm doing a strength check, right? Yeah. yeah, go and add a plus two to that. That's a strong leg. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Four. Four? Yeah. The Four. leg breaks in half. You see the, the beam kind of rock a little, but it doesn't go anywhere else. Uh, Pulse getting frustrated, uh, <laughs> uses produce flame. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to burn this thing to ash. Okay, so you start burning this thing. <laughs> now the night's starting to, it's start, the day's starting to wane. It's getting like four o'clock or so. And the crowd's still kind of gathered. And you can just imagine as they're looking down at this, this cold stone remnants of this tower, suddenly they see this flame begin to ignite from the second floor. <laughs> The crowd immediately starts taking many steps back. Even the two deputies do. They probably give you at least 100 feet away. Eventually, you see that this beam, which has really caught on fire pretty fast, within about 25 minutes, you see the center of it start to, to be eaten away by this flame. Eventually, the trap door starts catching fire. Oh. It was locked. After about another 30 minutes, um, you see the trapdoor bust free and give way. The flame eats both sides, and it's still kind of burning off, off either side, but you can actually gain access through the trapdoor at this point. All right, I'll lead the way. <laughs> Very inventive, Kush. <laughs> yeah. Burn it down, Pookie. Burning everything down with fire. So let's give you one of these... Fuck you, gold doubloons. Yeah. <laughs> Mark that down. Seeing as how I can't physically give it to you in person. I marked down inspiration. Same thing. No, it's not the same thing, goddammit. <laughs> this is trademarked. That's crap. <clears throat> Mark it zero, Donnie. <laughs> Mark it fucking zero. <laughs> so, what did you say you wanted to do, Kush? Uh, I was going to down through the new opening 
Okay, as you look down, you see that the trap door exposes a ladder that descends down approximately 15 feet. And the only illumination down there appears to be from the remain the remnants of the sun setting and your two large pieces of wood on fire right now. Okay. And I'm down the ladder at this point? You can if you wish. Yes. After okay. I get down from the ladder, I'd like to ask if the ladder has caught fire. No, it has not. You <laughs> see that uh, the trap door, although it was um, inaccessible because of the wood, it's not really that thick, though. It's more like one of those, because you figure whoever's going up the ladder has got to be able to flip it open and bring it back down. They're not going to be able to mm -hmm. push up like 30, 40 pounds can, you know, conveniently. It's, it's probably thick, thin. It's probably like about a half inch thick. So yeah. even though it caught on fire and burned down to the ground, it's nothing more than pseudo balsa wood at this point. Okay. So yeah, as you uh, make your, your way down, you have dark vision. Um, you can see that the, the tower's large ground floor has mostly collapsed under this rubble. But along the western portion of the room, a section remains clear of debris. You see an iron trap door set in the floor directly below where the companion door would have been. You know, so the ladder kit would continue going through another trap door. And again, you see shattered wooden furniture that lies scattered about. And you also notice two small green scaled corpses that are just on the floor, just. <clears throat> it's it's safe down here for the most part. Just two, just two dead corpses down here. Looks to be kobolds. Flint's excited. He wants to go down. There, it was two, right, or was it four? Two. two? Okay. You also, I'm sorry. You also noticed that in the uh, southern wall is what appears to be the front door, but so much of the of the collapse has just basically barricaded that door shut it's it's done hmm. you could only you could surmise it's the front door but as far as a, a point of egress it's useless okay i'll, I'll uh i'm gonna follow griswold down okay you make your way down you see the same thing that i just described for him the two dead corpses you see uh Debris everywhere, and basically, as you come down the ladder, you actually step on another uh, trap door that looks like it would it would take you further down into the tower itself. Okay. Can I um, can I search the two corpses and see if they have any items on them? Sure. Make an investigation check. Maybe they'll have a health potion. 15. 15. You notice that they each have they each have silver daggers on them. And you do find a bottle of something wonky, some weird ass color. But you can't tell what it is. Homemade hooch. <laughs> that was Pruno, dude. <laughs> little toilet rosé for you <laughs> okay I'd like to um, 
I'd like to take the daggers and the potion off. Okay. And can I do a um, an arcana check to surmise what is in this potion in this bottle? Uh, how are you going to do that? You you are you just going to look at the bottle or? Yeah, I'm just going to. Are look, you going well, to I'm actually? Yeah, drink. No, I. I um, <laughs> I like to look at the bottle and and see if there's anything that says what it might be. Okay, so you're gonna look in the bottle. Okay, I'm gonna look it, in the bottle and see if there's any writing. Make or an Arcana on. check uh, with disadvantage. Five, five. Uh, you know, you, you can't tell. The bottle's so, you know, scuffed and scratched up. Uh, it basically makes the fluid inside look milky. You don't know if the fluid is actually milky or just the lens that you're viewing it from. There's no writing on it at all. If it was something important, these two probably died before they ever had a chance to to waif this thing. Okay. Um, I'm going to hold on to it for now. Okay. Flint, uh, before the dogs attack, quickly. Yeah, quick. Um, since he's down there as well. Uh, you close the lid. Like, <laughs> close the door. What, <laughs> what seems to have killed the cobalts? Did, you did down they there? get like crushed? Yeah. Well, oh, oh, you went I, down there. I'll cruise down there. Okay, yeah. go and make a, a medicine check. Yes, that is good. 24. 24, it looks like blunt force trauma. Perhaps From, uh, shit that had fallen down on them. Maybe okay. they were just caught at the wrong place at the wrong time. No dagger wounds, sword wounds, or anything like that? No, no. I mean, like, their part of their heads are caved in. Um, they look like they've been impaled by debris. Beyond that, you, it doesn't look like they've sustained any, uh, any piercing-type damage from a weapon. Okay. I'm sorry if I missed this, but is there anything on their person that would kind of give away what they were doing here? No, not on these two. You really can't tell. Okay. Uh, they just, it looked as though they probably died before they knew they were dead. Okay. So it happened so quickly that. Yeah. Didn't even yeah. Whatever happened, happened like boom, that. I mean, you can almost see the look on surprise. Ah, you know, that's it. They fucking, they're done. Bye, Toledo. Sirkin, <laughs> you're still up above, right? Yeah, I'm going to Want to push one of those flaming the logs down there? <laughs> no, I'm just going to fall uh, the rest of the group down and just go down the ladder. Okay. I'll keep you... the, uh, the door or The door's not there anymore. Never mind. Yeah. You come down to the same macabre scene that the other three have, have viewed. The two dead kobolds, debris everywhere. Still, you got the same kind of masonry rubble, busted up wood, slats everywhere, busted up furniture. Uh, you also see that there's a trapdoor directly below the ladder that you dis you just descended down. Okay. Uh, does everyone have dark vision? I do. Flint or does. Someone blind right now. I think it's just me and Flint. No, you're half elf. You should have that, right? No, no, no. I'm, I'm a dwarf, so I have it. Flint's a dwarf, so he has it. But Sirkin's a half elf, though. 
Yeah. Oh, so it's half elf. Uh, I thought it was human. Yeah, you have it too. What about the halfling? Negative. Okay. Well, can we can we see if like there's any other paths in this room, or does it seem like the only exit is down? It looks like the only other exit is down. Uh, like I was explaining to Griswold earlier, that you can see portions of the front door, but to try to excavate the door out would probably take you days. Like portions yeah. of the debris have actually wedged this thing shut in its jam which is why you were unable to open it from the outside. It was just, there was too much shit in the way. Okay. Uh, in that case, I'm just going to try to open up the, the second trap door. Okay. It opens up relatively easy. There's nothing restricting it. There's no beams like before. You see that it looks like it descends down probably about 15 feet, just like the one above did straight into darkness. But with your half-elven eyes, you notice that it looks like it deposits the ladder down into an unusually shaped room. But from your vantage point, you can't really tell uh, all the dimensions of the room. Okay. Uh, I'm probably just going to wait until my party members are are ready to descend again. Okay. We'll follow along behind... uh... I was going to call it Kjartan. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call it Kjartan. I mean, circuit. <laughs> so who wants to go first? Which one of you uh, brave individuals would like to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. I'll go second. Okay. I'll go third, I guess. <laughs> Give uh, me your climbing like order. <laughs> You're like descending. Somebody's <laughs> back. I can't see anything. I'm, I'm going to have to hitch a ride. Okay. All right. I'll give you a red. Little buddy. <laughs> so, sir, can you start leading your your party down, followed by Flint, Griswold, and Stabby? Or am I wrong? Is it Griswold before Flint? I don't listen to the playback. Anyways, you guys all make it down to the ground. As you guys uh, look at this unusually shaped room, you notice that the area you're in is about 35 feet by 40 feet with an opening at its southwestern corner as though the corner has been severed and uh, you see supports all along the walls of this chamber that prevent the precariously already buckling walls from completely caving in at this point. You see in the room you're in that there are several dry rotted bed frames that lay strewn about and masonry and dirt lay scattered all across the floor and it's obvious that the collapse above caused this structural damage you really can't tell what's going on beyond the southwestern area other than it looks like it opens up into another uh, chamber that would be part of this floor and this is all on the first floor correct no, you're in the sub floor at this point. You are sub-floor. below okay. the first floor. Yeah. All right. Ooh. Secret dungeon. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah, uh, secret least, that. At least from like my perspective, I don't really see anything in this room of worth. 
So not really. You spend. see um, a shit. Well, not shitload. Just a shitload of dirt and whatnot. <laughs> you see, uh, there are three dry rotted bed frames. Yeah. And like I said, you see that the that the supports that are kind of holding the wall together are, are starting to buckle, but they're the only things keeping the remainder of the tower from completely collapsing. Let's see if I had a picture of this thing. I Oh, by the way, I wanted to uh, show you something. Uh, where's it at? Not falling for that one again. That's right. Hang on. Everybody turn the <laughs> camera off real quick. I'm going to show you something. Uh, this is what that woman looked like, by the way. And uh, let me start putting the thing in a the thing in a thing. It's kind of hot. Oh, she is, isn't she? Yeah, man. Well, fuck me running. I thought I actually made it. Oh, there it is. Okay. All right, got it. I'm not going to send it yet. Got it. I guess uh, I'm just going to start walking towards the opening. And see okay. if I can try to see what's in the other room. Okay. As you uh, make your way to the southwest corner, you notice that the room broadens into a larger chamber. And just beyond that chamber to the west, you can vaguely make out yet another chamber. But the, the central chamber you're in itself, you notice that, uh, that this area is about 25 feet by 35 feet. You see more masonry debris on the floor. But in the north part, you see what appears to be an iron statue in an alcove. And in the south wall, there's a door. Make a perception check. Uh, ten. Ten. From where you're standing, when you're looking into the room that's further to the west, you just see um, a few more dry rotted bed frames. At this point, I'm actually going to send you a picture of <laughs> that arrow is the ladder you descended down. Okay. okay. The ladder's to the north, I take it? It's in the north wall, but that's the okay. eastern room that you guys dropped down in. You figure that circuits right where it says A4. Uh, Flint will like to cruise around the room and see if he could find anything else useful in this room or another door of some kind. In which room? Uh, well, Serkin's in the center of it, right? Yes, he's in the center area of this unusual shaped floor. You are currently in the eastern portion. Okay, I want to go more towards the western area and see okay. what the other opening is. Oh, so you want to go to the other side? Okay, as you get to this area, you see, like I explained before, there's there's even more masonry and dirt. Again, you see more dry, rotted bed frames. Uh, between this chamber and the one you descended down, there's five bed frames total. Against the western wall, 
you see a four foot high mountain of old linen. It just looks like it's compiled together. Okay. Uh, is there anything uh, around the old beds in linen? Like, is there any like parchment or anything else that is just looks like it's just been abandoned? Just well, you can't tell like from modern... from just looking at the entrance of the. Oh, okay. Uh, going closer then. Okay, as you start moving closer to investigate everything, make a perception check. Okay. That is sixteen. Sixteen. You look at the two at the. Uh, sorry. You look at the dry rotted bed frames and they just look beat to shit as you're scanning around. You look at the mountain of linen and you notice it starts to move, it starts to oscillate really fast. And before you even know what's going on, you see these two large centipedes leap out at you. And we're going to roll for initiative next session. Yeah, I'm rolling. Oh, all right. You ain't gonna roll, roll out. It's it? not gonna count right now because I'm not even gonna record it. I'll tell you which one I want to keep. <laughs> I rolled a four. <laughs> You're lost. We're keeping that. <laughs> As that we key. see Stabby going back up the ladder and closing <laughs> the trapdoor, throwing down the two burning logs. <laughs> Thank you for joining us once again on Roll the Hard 20 podcast. Remember, you can find us and subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. And if you like what you're hearing, please leave us that five-star review. You can also contact the show directly at rollthehard20podcast at gmail.com or head on over to the website at rollthehard20podcast.com. And be sure to check out the galleries. we got a lot of really interesting stuff posted there. And finally, join us on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash rollthehard20podcast. There are ways for you to help out the show and pick up swag. So until next session, keep your dice warm and your glass full as you roll those hard 20s.